ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about to bless the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and mankind and all of creation as a whole to enter upon the greatest month in the Islamic calendar. A month of opportunity. A month where the believers are encouraged to show Allah what they have what they've prepared, how much the month, but more importantly, how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means to them. Where Allah jalla wa ala decrees specific forms of his decree to enable the servants of Allah jalla wa ala to excel and to exert as much effort as possible to show them, to show him subhanahu wa ta'ala how much Allah jalla wa ala means to them. In a hadith reported by Tirmidhi, who declares it sahih, he says, يَقُولُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم says, إِذَا كَانَ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ شَهْرِ رَمَضَانِ When the first night appears in the month of Ramadan, صُفِّدَ الشَّيَاطِينَ وَمَرَدَتُ الْجِنِّ The shayateen and the jinn are chained and they're locked. And he says, النار, and the doors of the fire are all closed and locked. And none can open a door from this, from the doors of Jahannam. None of these doors are left open. All of them are locked. All of them are closed. <laughs> And all of the doors of Jannah are flung open. And you find none of the doors of Jannah closed. And then he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, وَيُنَادِي مُنَادٍ And a caller will call. A caller will call. And he will say, يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلْ Or the one who wants to do good, come forward. Or the one who wants to do good, present yourself. Or the one who wants to do good, show yourself. He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, وَيُنَادِي مُنَادِي يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلْ وَيَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرِ أَقْصِرْ Or the one who wants to do good, go and present yourself. This is your time. And all the one who wants to do evil, step back. وَلِلَّهِ أُتَقَاءُ مِنَ النَّارِ وَذَلِكَ كُلَّ لَيْلَةٍ And he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
And with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will free a number of people from the hellfire. And this will happen in every single night of the month of Ramadan. The scholars of Islam, when they explain this hadith, they explain it from, a different, from many different angles. They speak about the virtues of the month of Ramadan. They speak about the meanings of the doors of Jannah being opened. They speak about the meanings of the doors of Jahannam being closed. They speak about the meanings of the shayateen being chained and locked up. But the angle in which we will tackle this hadith today, inshaAllah ta'ala, is the statement of the Prophet where he says, وَيُنَادِي مُنَادٍ And a caller will call. And he will say, يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلْ Or the one who wants to do good, step forward. Show yourself. Present yourself. The scholars of Islam, they say, the month of Ramadan, the month of Ramadan is where every believer must show Allah Jalla wa'ala what he could do when the shayateen are chained and locked up. What he can do when the doors of Jahannam are closed. This is the month where there is no excuse to fall behind. This is the month where there is no excuse of blaming the whispers of the shayateen. Because in this month, the reality of every individual shines. And you see, who are the real people who want to see and acquire the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the caller will call, الخير, Oh, the one who wants to do good, step forward. The scholars of Islam, they say, there are many different levels of good a person can do. But in the month of Ramadan, there are six, and some of them say seven actions. Seven noble, pious actions that allow the ones to adorn themselves with it to become absolutely successful. <coughs> this is the khayr that the caller calls, looking for the slaves of Allah to submit. This is the khayr that distinguishes the front runners from Ashabul Yameen, from those who just enter paradise. This is the khayr that allows the servants of Allah to free themselves and their necks from the fire of hell. The one in Ramadan that truly makes the most of it, excels in ibadah in these seven categories. And thus every one of us should pay attention and to learn which categories makes, which categories make the front runners, the most pious and righteous of people in the month of Ramadan. The seven actions, the seven ibadat, in which each and every single one of us should strive at most to acquire, to submit, to implement for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For this is where you find the true gems in the month of Ramadan. The true gems in the month of Ramadan, the true khair are found in these seven actions of worship. So what are these works of worship you may ask? Number one, the act of worship for which Ramadan is entirely enveloped around, that is connected to the essence of Ramadan. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, kutiba alaykum usiyam, kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum, la'allakum tattaqun. The main act of worship that Ramadan is known by, by Muslims across the world, and even by Muslims, is the fact that Allah Jalla wa'ala has prescribed in it the fast and legislated the fast to be obligatory upon every sane adult who is able to fast 
for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first of brothers or sisters in Islam, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaks about the month of Ramadan being Shahrul Mubarak, he says, قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ شَهْرُ الْمُبَارَكِ افترض اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ صِيَامَةِ The month of Ramadan is upon you, it's about to enter upon you. A month of blessings, he says. And what's the first sign, the first sign of the blessings of the month of Ramadan, he says, افترض اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ صِيَامَةِ Allah has made the siyam obligatory upon you. A siyam? Obligatory upon the Ummah as a blessing in the month of Ramadan. And how is it a blessing in the month of Ramadan? The Prophet says, Kullu amal ibn Adam yudha'af, yudha'af al-hasana ashru amthaliha ila sab'i mi'a du'fin Every action the son of Adam does is multiplied from 10 good deeds to 700 good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, illa as-sawm Except for the fast. For the fast, for the fast is for me. And I will grant him the reward for the fast. He has left his drink, he has left his food, he has left his desires for my sake. I will reward him for his fast. The scholars of Islam, they say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees and legislates rewards for actions. And he tells us in this hadith that every single action the son of Adam does is multiplied by a number. Is multiplied by either 10 to 700 times. But the fast is something that cannot be multiplied by numbers we can understand. It's not something that our minds can contemplate or ponder about. The limitless of our minds and our hearts cannot understand the reward of fasting. So Allah chooses not to mention it, but rather he says, you will find the reward with me. And thus, as a blessing in the month of Ramadan, Allah Jalla wa'ala prescribes the fast and commands us to fast because the commander, the one who makes legislation, Allah Jalla wa'ala, only commands what is absolutely beneficial or predominantly beneficial. And if you think and ponder and contemplate this point, none of us will fast the month of Ramadan the entire month if Allah Jalla wa'ala didn't make it obligatory. And thus, since you knew that one of the greatest acts of worship of this month was the Siyam, he obliges every person to fast so that they can find the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Furthermore, he also mentions وسلم, from the action of fasting in itself that man sama Ramadan, imanan wahtisaba, ghufira lahu ma taqaddam min dhambi. That whoever fasts the month of Ramadan, Having two conditions, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hoping and wanting good deeds, hoping and wanting Allah jalla wa ala to reward him. All of his past sins will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this concept of doing good deeds and wanting the reward from Allah is what makes us Shaykh Muhammad Mukhtar al-Shaykhifi ta'ala say this concept of wanting good deeds is a sign is a sign that the person who fasts the month of Ramadan is repentant and he wants Allah's forgiveness for he wants his sins to be forgiven so the one who enters into the month of Ramadan fasting the days of Ramadan wanting his sins to be forgiven 
and having Iman in Allah Jalla wa'ala, not only will he find the fast and the reward of Allah on Yawmul Qiyamah, but the fast will be a means after the message of Allah Jalla wa'ala for him to find all of his past sins for him. Major sin be they, as he says, Sheikh Muhammad Mukhtar al-Shilqiti. Major sins or minor sins, غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِ Everything he's come with. Every single sin he's come with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive him. That's the first and perhaps one of the most important actions of worship in the month of Ramadan that this slave of Allah can submit to Allah jalla wa'ala is what is obligatory upon him. The fast for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Along with the fast, the second act of worship this slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can submit. And he can find the mercy of Allah jalla wa'ala with is standing up every single night in Salah. Even if it be a minimum of two rak'ah, or short and simple two rak'ah he prays in his home. If he, pray, if he performs Salah every single night in the month of Ramadan, the Prophet says, Man Ramadan, whoever stands in Ramadan with Iman and wanting good deeds, wanting his sins to be forgiven, wanting the reward from Allah, all of his past sins will be forgiven as well. All of his past sins will be forgiven as well. The one who fasts every single day, or he takes the ruling of the one who fasts every single day, such as the one who perhaps misses the days due to the sisters' tests and trials during the month in the hayat, or perhaps postnatal bleeding, or the one who's extremely severely sick, or the one who's traveling, they say he's fasted the month hukman, he's fasted the month, he's fasted the month, he's as if though he's fasted the month, he will get the reward of his sin being forgiven. And the one who can perform a minimum of two rak'ah every single night, and this is the ibadah we must submit, every single night you perform two rak'ah, regardless of how busy you may be after your isha, perform two rak'ah with the intention of Qiyamul Layl. Whoever can perform two rak'ah every single night will be from the people who find the mercy of Allah <coughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala from the ibadah, from the acts of worship that are found in the month of Ramadan is the act of worship of reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the month of Ramadan is referred to as the month of Qur'an Shahr Ramadan al-Ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an the month of Ramadan is the month for which the Quran was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In a hadith reported by Al-Bukhari, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma, he says, Jibreel kana yalqahu fi kulli laylatin, fi kulli laylatin. Jibreel would meet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam during every single night of the month of Ramadan. And he would revise with him, he would study with him, he would revise with him and study with him the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the sunnah of the ulama of Islam, the sunnah of the Prophet himself was to read and recite and ponder over the Quran during the month of Ramadan. During the month of Ramadan. And this is what the Prophet says, As-Siyamu wal-Quran yashfa'ani lil-abdi yawm al-Qiyamah. The Siyam and the Quran will come together on yawm al-Qiyamah and ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to intercede for the one that used to recite it. Some of the scholars of Islam, they say, these are two separate acts of worship. 
So the siyam will come and say, Ya Allah, he used to fast in the month of Ramadan and outside the month of Ramadan. And the Quran will say, he used to recite me in the month of Ramadan and outside the month of Ramadan. Whereas others say, it is the one that combines Quran and siyam in the month of Ramadan. The one who combines Quran and siyam in the month of Ramadan will find with him a reward, a sunnah, an ibadah that is a gem in the month of Ramadan. Those that were implemented by not just the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but his Sahaba and the Tabi'een and those that came after. For how many narrations have we heard or we've read of great pioneers of Islam completing the Quran once a day or 60 times in the month of Ramadan or trying their utmost to even complete the Quran once throughout the entire month of Ramadan. These were targets that were set. Targets that were set by the great generation that came before. When the caller calls and he says, what have you presented? What have you come forth with? What good do you have? These are just some that the scholars of Islam, they mention. I will discuss the rest, inshallah ta'ala, in the second part of the khutbah. I will call you for Astaghfirullah wa lakum. Wa lisa'ina muslimin fa'astaghfiru. Inna Allah Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد. The fourth great act of worship that the scholars of Islam they mention that's considered to be a gem or a jewel for the one who wants to make the most of the month of Ramadan and find the pleasure of Allah and be from the front runners is as Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه mentions. Yes, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أجود الناس. The Prophet was from amongst the most generous of people. And he was more, even more generous in the month of Ramadan when the angel Jibreel met him. Generosity is the fourth act of worship. While generosity is a term that could mean and imply many different levels of generosity, there is one particular level, one particular action from generosity that sticks out beyond all other actions in the month of Ramadan. And the scholars of Islam, they say, the one who wants to really see and really feel the greatness of Ramadan and to submit a mighty act of worship, let him look to generosity and take out an action and submit it to Allah. And what is his action? The Prophet says, مَنْ فَضَّرَ صَائِمًا كَانَ لَهُ مِثْلُ أَجْرِهِ Whoever feeds a fasting person will get the reward of the fasting person without the fasting person losing any part of his reward at all. So the scholars of Islam, they say, from the fourth, the fourth act of worship, the fourth gem and pearl of the month of Ramadan is to submit the act of worship of making people break their fast or providing food for the people that break their fast. In fact, the Prophet as Sheikh Shuwayr, when he speaks about this particular act of worship, he mentions man saiman. It doesn't necessarily mean we provide him a large meal, nor does it mean we provide him something that he uses to break his fast, to open his fast rather. But so long as though you give him something, you provide something for him to eat, whether it be small as something small as a date, or even a cup of water, these are people that share in the reward of the fasting person. And this is why the hadith reported by 
Ibn Abi Shaybah rahimahullah ta'ala, who narrates from Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu says, Abu Huraira says himself that when he went to Asham ibn Mu'awiyah radiyallahu anhu, in the month of Ramadan, he saw the Sahaba competing with one another to make sure they were people that, fought, that gave every person that was fasting something to eat so they can share in the reward of the one who fasts. And this is why we ponder and contemplate this hadith. There are people or brothers or sisters in Islam that don't just fast 29 days or 30 days in the month of Ramadan. There are people that fast 60 days, some 90 days, some a thousand days, some are hundreds of thousands of days. And how may that be? Because they are a means for people to break their fast. They regularly are intelligent in their ibadah. So they ensure that they make sure, they ensure that they place a, 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 a part of meal or a, a date on the plates of every person when they break their fast. They sponsor masajid, they sponsor orphans. They make sure they use their wealth, their generosity to ensure they make people break their fast with their food. So they don't just fast 30 days. They fast the fast of villages. Or they fast the fast of countries. Or they fast the fast of ummas. Whoever enables the one who fasts to break his fast, whoever gives him some food or gives him some drink or gives him anything for him to break his fast, will get the reward of the one who fasts without him losing any part of his reward. From the great actions of worship in the month of Ramadan and this is the ibadah number five is to adorn oneself with dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the ayat of fasting in the month of Ramadan in Surah Al-Baqarah he concludes the discussion or he speaks about in these ayat the levels or the blessings of dua وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ he says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that when the slave asks about me, then I am very near. And I respond to the calls of the ones who call. I respond to the calls of the ones who call. One of the actions, one of the gems of worship in month of Ramadan is that the person uses his fast. And he understands that during fasting, his du'as are accepted. The Prophet sallallahu says, Talatun. There are three groups of people whose du'as are never rejected. And he mentioned from them, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, الصائم حين يفطر The one who fasts until he breaks his fast. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she asked the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, during the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan, if I find these last ten nights, what should I do? What should I do? Which act of ibadah should I submit to Allah? And he mentioned sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a dua. Allahumma innaka afoon tuhibbun afwa fa'fuan. That's all brothers and sisters in Islam. The sixth act of worship, rather the fifth act of worship, to submit for the sake of Allah in the month of Ramadan is the dua for the sake of Allah jalla wa ala. Ibadah number six. The scholars of Islam, they say luzum, luzum, to connect yourselves. To what? To connect yourselves to the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To connect yourselves to the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu Hurairah used to say, the Sahaba, the Sahaba used to stay in the masjid throughout the month of Ramadan. 
they will stay in the masjid after Fajr, they will stay in the masjid after Dhuhr, they will stay in the masjid after Asr, after Maghrib, after Isha. Not just the itikaf, which is an ibadah for the last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan, but during the month of Ramadan as a whole, the ibadah that is forgotten in today's day and age is sticking to the masjid. And we was asked, why did they do this? Why did they do this? Why did you do this, O Abu Huraira? And he mentioned, Radiallahu and we did this to protect our fast. We did this to protect our fast. For mankind, Noah's own. That once we leave and we mix with people who do not submit themselves to Allah and people that commit sin, persons, people, people are called towards distractions and they take away from their fast when they commit sin. So Abu Hurairah mentions, we used to stick with the Sahaba in the houses of Allah throughout the days of Ramadan, throughout the month of Ramadan, not just the last 10 nights, so as to preserve and to protect our fast. And finally, and we concluded this point, inshallah ta'ala, for those who are able to do so, Imam Ahmad rahimahullah ta'ala and Ishaq ibn Rahawi, the mention is reported on five Sahaba, that in the month of Ramadan, for those who are able to do so, should go for Umrah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Umrah in Ramadan, as the Prophet sallallahu mentions, is as if though a person is making Hajj with the Prophet sallallahu It's as if though he's making Hajj with the Prophet sallallahu And thus, as Imam Ahmad mentioned, as does Ishaq ibn Rahawain, that a forgotten act of worship, a forgotten act of worship, is to fulfill the Umrah for the sake of Allah during Ramadan. For the Sahaba were people that used to look for the greatest, noble, most magnificent acts of worship. Those are brothers or sisters in Islam. When the caller calls every single night, when the caller calls every single night, and he asks for the one who does good to step forward and to show yourself, and to show what this month of Ramadan means to you. And to show you, or to show the mankind as a whole, what Allah means to you in the month of Ramadan. These are seven noble, great acts of worship that the ulama of Islam revolve around the month of Ramadan. Try to submit and implement all of these seven actions if you are able to do so. And if you cannot, at least try to submit the vast majority of them for these actions that possess not only a great reward, but an action that make the people to become the front runners, the front runners, the front runners. Those who enter Jannah before everybody else, for these are people that find the greatest acts of worship in the month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to reach the month of Ramadan. And we ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to find this month of sincerity. To enable us to find this month of health and, well, and good well-being. And we ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who excel in all acts of worship. Allowing us to fast for His sake. Stand up for His sake. Read the Quran for His sake. Make dua for His sake. Show generosity for His sake. Make umrah for His sake. And allow us to find many different levels of acts of worship for His sake. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Wa ala Muhammadin kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. Wa ala ala Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.